Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Jim Lee, who is a real estate investor and the founder of Formosa Investing. Jim, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Tim. Of course, man. Thanks for coming on the show. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Sure. Um, I graduated. I got my degree in economics uh, from UCLA in 2010. And I started my career as an inside sales representative for LoopNet CoStar. Now, through real estate syndication, I've invested in over 600 units in the past two years, which where I have participated as a general partner and limited partner. Uh, what I like to do for fun, um, snowboarding, exercise, um, running, hiking, um, anything that's outdoor pretty much, and anything to do with nature. There we go. There we go. Um, have you always been an outdoor guy or did you kind of develop that as you emerged into adulthood? I developed that. Um, I'm actually uh, an introvert. <laughs> I like to just like to have my own space and stay home most of the time. And so um, it's it's the beauty of nature that actually, you know, extracted me to come out more often. I gotcha. I gotcha. There we go. And I know you started at LoopNet CoStar, which is basically a huge... MLS for commercial properties. Is that right? That is correct. It's pretty much the Zillow for commercial real estate. Yep. Yep. I gotcha. And now you're getting into apartment syndication. For those who are listening and don't know what apartment syndication is, explain it to us. Sure. Uh, multifamily apartment syndication is basically a, a partnership between investors who pull their resources into a single investment. This uh, lets you invest in multi-million uh, dollar deals like multifamily properties or any commercial buildings, really. Um, syndication eliminate much of that risk while sharing the upside. The property generate the when the property generates an income, that will be split amongst investors. So it's a win-win for the syndicator and the investors. Yeah, for sure. And for the people who are looking to invest in a syndication, you have the general partner who does like they find the deal, they vet the deal and they'll present the deal to their investors and kind of manage the deal. And then you have the limited partner who's more of the passive investor. They get kind of the majority of the returns because they make up the majority of the capital kind of put into the deal. Is that kind of yep uh, accurate? Yep. That's very accurate. And um, more, just a little bit more to add to that is, you know, they're typically we take accredited investors versus non-accredited investors, 506C versus 506B. Um, what what a accredited investor, all it means is just, you know, if you make a net worth of a uh, million dollars or made $200,000 in the past two years, that would qualify yeah. you as an accredited investor. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. There we go. And so now is... Formosa investing in multifamily syndication, is that your full-time thing or do you have some other stuff going on as well? Yeah, this is my full-time gig. There we go. So what does the day-to-day -day look like for you? Are you primarily finding deals, primarily having investor conversations? 
What is that? Great like? question. So I work on more of the marketing investor relation, uh, raising capital side. So there's two components to a uh, to a syndication. The main the main one is raising capital. Um, the second one, which is also very important, is the operator, the operation operation. So our, the operator typically we call them lease sponsors. They have to, you know, under uh, find a deal, underwrite the deal, um, uh, raise the fund, close the deal, and then manage the deal. So um, I work more on the raising the capital side. I gotcha. Do you ever see yourself in that lead operator spot, or do you want to stay on the raising capital? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's where the money is made. <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason why I start off as cap, uh, raising capital is because that's just how people start out generally. Mm -hmm. um, to give you a little background of how the you know the journey of a syndicator is that unless you have a proven track record of success that you've been doing it for years, you just have everything you know basically you got you mastered everything right and you build relationship with lenders brokers agents and property managers unless you have all that set up it's really difficult to be, be an operator uh, to start off as an operator yeah for sure for sure well tell us a little bit more about your motivation what really gets you up and keeps you going every day real estate can be a kind of dry space sometimes so what kind of gets you up in the morning yeah, it's just mainly about, you know, giving back, um, taking care of my family. And that's that the family comes first. Um, my parents, you know, they I'm an immigrant from Taiwan and they brought us over to America to to, you know, give us the opportunity to live out the American dream. And all I want ever want to do is just to give back um to them that everything they've given to me. And then from there, you know, I would just it would just trickle down to friends, family, um, my employees, and whoever wants to learn about how to build financial wealth through real estate syndication. There we go. There we go. I love it. Well, let's jump into your dreams and goals now. You already talked about the vision of giving back and taking care of your family, but get specific for us. Tell us about your vision for your life and your company. Yeah, sure. So my um Formosa Investing's mission is to educate and bring value in the form of syndication. Uh, in my opinion, it's the safest and fa fastest track to reach the reality of financial freedom. Um, my vision is making sure that everyone who's part of Formosa Investing will improve their financial life tenfold so they can focus on reaching their dreams and not the, uh, worry about their the next paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. and. Once you kind of, do you have a number in mind that you need to hit either units, number of syndications done, or just cash flow coming into your door, coming into your pocket, coming into your company every month before you're kind of at that, I've reached my life goal number, I'm free now? Um, My goal changes from year to year. Um, If you're talking about for myself, I, I'm, I'm, I'm living pretty comfortably. So right now, I think I'd, in terms of just for me, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But if I'm thinking about my family, taking care of my friends and, you know, just being able to, like I said, giving, giving back, then I, I would need to at least cash flow minimum 200,000 a year. That's yeah. what I mean. Before. I gotcha. I gotcha. 200K a year in cash flow. And when you guys do these syndications, are you always exiting or 
do you ever plan to refinance your limited partners out and kind of stay in the deal? Absolutely. So refinance uh, in, in a structure is always, you should always consider the icing on the cake. So if, uh, if a sponsor comes to you with a deal that <clears throat> they're planning on refinancing a hundred percent, then, you know, be aware of that because it's, it depends on the market, right? It's just, the, um, it's, it's, it's great that if we can pull some cash out and re and make distribution and return the capital back to the investor. Um, but that's not always the case. Typically in a real estate syndication is a five-year hold. That's what we re we project to our investors. And in, in year three is when we refi. <clears throat> the reason why we set it up that way is because in the first two years, we're going to use the cash flow of the first year to renovate the apartment units to add value. Once we add enough value, the 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 um, property the price of the property increases and then we can refi the money out <clears throat> and make distributions that way. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, awesome. Jim, what are the top one to two skills that you need to develop right now in order to kind of get to your goal of uh, growing Formosa capital and hitting that 200 K a year in cash flow? Um, I would say I need to learn how to delegate tasks. Um, as an entrepreneur, uh, I think a lot of us, I think a lot of people have this struggle of, okay, I I know what I'm doing. I can do this. Um, and I want it done it this way. But if I had to hire somebody else to do this job, maybe they're not going to do it as well as me. So I just, that's something that I'm still trying to get comfortable with. Um, that's definitely a skill set, and that's essentially managing people. <laughs> yeah. um, another skill set I would say is definitely marketing, and which is why I'm on this podcast with you. It's just putting myself out there. Um, before I started syndication, I didn't even have a website. I didn't know what a webinar is. You know, um, <laughs> I didn't even write any newsletters, but now I have all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, marketing is a. Um, it's so crucial to business and so many people will think they're like not succeeding in business or failing in business for various reasons and then when you come down to it it's like you just don't have enough eyeballs on your stuff you probably have a really good product you probably really care about what you're doing and you could serve a lot of people you just need the eyeballs <laughs> to like come through your business and you'll capture you know one to two percent of them or ten to twelve percent of them depending on you know how niche your offer is and so i think it was grant cardone he was saying you know, he was chatting with another billionaire guy. He was like, he called me out because before I was where I'm at now, he looked at what I was doing in my life. And he was like, you have more money in your house than you do in your brand. So how do you expect to get anywhere? And it's like, it's really just putting that time, energy, effort, and money behind your brand, behind the marketing to get the eyeballs through your business. So yeah, marketing is key, man. Marketing is key yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and that's something that I've also learned too, is to not be too scared to invest money in, into it, you know? Uh, but obviously you have to do your research and do your due diligence and see what works and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. 100%. Um, what, are, what are some of the low hanging fruit of tasks that you can delegate right now that kind of come to mind? One to two tasks. Calendar. <laughs> calendar, calendar. Slides. yeah like setting up this uh, appointment for oh, sure yeah. yeah um what else uh 
I think I think overall there's a lot of marketing task that I can definitely help need um you know get help from and also video editing um but right now since I just started my business I want to be able to learn all the all these tasks on my own so that once I hire somebody I can delegate and hold them accountable for you know what I can expect out of them. Mm. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That's a, it's an interesting balance because especially in startups, right? Like the entrepreneur needs to know how to do a lot of it so he can delegate properly. But mm -hmm. it comes to a point where it's like, you're just not going to know how to do everything in your business the best, you know, eventually, like as you scale, you're going to want people who are actually better than you at doing a specific thing in that role. So you can kind of steer the ship towards the vision of the company. It's, it's an interesting balance because, you know, when you're starting up, it's like, yeah, when I bring on my VA and I'm teaching her how to edit my videos, she needs to be able to learn from me, which means I need to know it. But it gets to a certain point where it's like, you're never going to want to spend 20 years becoming a master at editing videos because you have higher ROI activities. So it's such a strange balance as an entrepreneur um, as you're scaling. But yeah. I can't agree more. I mean, it's it's something I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's the skill, right? Learning how to delegate. So, yeah. for sure, what are the highest impact daily actions that are going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Um, I think it's just you know, like <clears throat> continue to put myself out there in any in many ways, right? It's not just on podcasts. Um, like right after this, this interview, I'm going to be heading to uh, an event called Phoebe for Investor by Investor. It's a networking event that I'm volunteering for. And it's just the reason why I'm volunteering is just putting myself out there to help out, um, help grow the community and network with like-minded people. And um, so, yeah, I, I try to do that on a daily basis if if I'm not on a podcast, I'm writing newsletter, or if I'm not writing a newsletter, I'm going out to networking. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in real estate, relationships are the thing that makes um makes the business deals happen, makes the world go round. Right. So for sure. Um, when did you start volunteering for that for investors, by investors? About two months ago. I got you. I got you. Have you is the volunteering kind of like in there early and setting up tables? Or are you also speaking there? Like, what does that look like? So from time to time, the volunteer, they do get to uh, an opportunity to speak. I haven't yet. Um, but <clears throat> through just volunteering uh, within the network, there was a couple of other people that wanted to start a podcast with me. Um, I told them, look, I, right now, I just want to go on a podcast tour, find my own voice, you know, just get comfortable with it before I start my own. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely generate some, some interest and um, being able to just be part of the community. It, it really does help um, just because by showing up, people just take you more serious and that's how you build relationship over time. For sure. For sure. Well, awesome. <clears throat> what character trait do you most need to develop right now to make your dream life come true? Hmm. Character trait. Hmm. I would say I have to be, I have to be more persistent. <clears throat> Talk yeah. to me about it. 
So in, in this industry, it's actually very easy to give up <laughs> because yeah. because when you start off, you're not making any money. Like it's like hardly because you're you're putting money into a deal when you invest with alongside. No, excuse me. When you invest alongside with your investors, um, the money is in for five years, and you're not gonna see that. Of course, it cash flows, but again, first year you're not gonna see any distribution typically, in the first you know six months to a year, uh, and then you'll get some distribution and so forth. Um, so right now I'm in two deals which I've invested with my investor, I have nothing, nothing's coming in. And it's really hard to just give up what I previously worked, which is uh, being a realtor, um, because, you know, it's I thought that if I give up that realtor life, <clears throat> if I fo focus 100 percent on building this business, it's going to generate return faster. That's just how I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but I, I believe that's what's going to happen. And right now, I think that being persistent is the key because. Um, as long as I continue to persist through this journey, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how much, you know, how many newsletters, podcasts, or, you know, networking I have to go to, I'm just going to continue to grind until I see that return on this. Cause I, it, it's a very lucrative business, you know, if, if you, if you don't quit. Oh, for sure. For sure. I feel like it's also hard cause, um, you know, like you said, you can invest this kind of the limited partner and you won't see distributions for a year, two years. And as the general partner, sometimes you don't see anything for five years, like until you sell the deal. Um, you know, every now and then there's some acquisition fees up front, but uh, the majority of your returns, you're not going to see for five years, three years, five years. And you have to be able to withstand that. Like, I don't know if you know this about me, but my um, long-term wealth plan is also multifamily syndication. And so I, I've just been in a position where it's like, I don't have the 25 grand, 50 grand to put in as a limited partner. And as a general partner, I can't survive the the timeline that it takes until you see money. Like I'm just, I haven't built up those reserves yet. And so I've learned a lot about it, networked, but uh, as for doing the like actual actions, like I need some cash flow right now, you know? And so I realized that reoriented all that good stuff. But um, yeah, it's definitely a, it's easy to quit for sure. <laughs> so, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That persistence is key. Um, when you feel yourself losing that persistence or wanting to quit, or maybe some limiting beliefs pop up, what are some things that you typically resort to to get your mind right? Read some books, mm -hmm. listen to some podcasts, go on YouTube, <laughs> finance, <Yeah>. financers. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. I mean, we're so resourceful, right? These days, internet can teach you anything. <laughs> it really can. It really yeah. can. Yeah. Um, awesome. Awesome. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals, who would that person be and how would they help you? Um, Could it be someone I already met or are you talking about just like an idol in general? It could be somebody you already met. Like if that person can help you take the next step, just be like, hey, I need to talk to this person and this is how they're going to help me. Yeah. So the person I met already, which is um, at an event called uh, Investor Summit, it's um, it's a, the biggest event hosted by the Real Estate Guy radio show. 
and uh, typically they have you know heavy hitters on their show <laughs> at yeah. their networking event um like people like robert kiyosaki um and which who wrote the rich dad poor dad um and also um one one the year that I went he brought uh, his um real estate advisor kim McElroy. I think he manages like he he owns his own property management company and he manages twenty thousand units out in Arizona. So I met him. He was he was definitely my one of my idol and a lot of real estate investors idol. And uh, you know I was able to pick his brain and it's it's definitely uh, it was definitely worth the the trip. <laughs> yeah. So Ken Mc McElroy. Yeah. How do you spell his last name? Do you know? M C E L R O Y. M C. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And the first question is, what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one of them. Um, One of my, the favorite book, my favorite book that I'm reading right now, actually, is called um, How to Be a Power Connector. Oh. By Judy Robnett. It teaches you basically you know what you need to be um looking for when you go out and network and how can you build your circle of influence uh, by adding value um as much as possible so that it's going to generate return investment for you as you know as quickly as you can, you can possibly imagine <laughs> so that's what the book teaches you it's great it's a great book um well, what was the other two questions? My my favorite movie, right? Yeah, movie and podcast. <clears throat> my favorite movie, you're going to laugh about this, but it's actually a cartoon movie called Inside Out. I just love the emotions. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because I lack them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Do you have a favorite podcast? Uh, the Real Guy Radio Show, for sure. Um, there, During lockdown, <clears throat> I started learning about syndication, and that's... That's where I learned everything about syndication through through the radio show. Yeah, who are the two guys that host that? What are their names again? Russell Gray and Robert Helms. Yes, Robert Helms. I've met Robert Helms a couple times. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. he's been at some meetups that I've gone to. Um, but yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> yeah, they've been doing it for a while. It was a uh, investor summit is actually hosted by them, so it's great event but it costs almost 10 grand to be there mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, but yep. you get a lot of value out of it a lot of great networking out of it yeah for sure and you know the thing about those types of events when you go you're also hanging out with people that paid 10 grand to go so you're elevating your network just being around those people because there are so many people in the world who can't pay 10 grand to be there and so it's a or they can and they won't because their mindset isn't in the right place. Right. And so they're not, um, you know, it's like a filter. And then you get right. there and everybody's ready to do business. And that was one thing where it's like, I still talk to people to this day about kind of investing in themselves. And I'm like, I understand it's 10K. I understand that mastermind is 40K, but you're going to be hanging out with people who also paid 40K for it. And they're going to be about their business. <laughs> and so... The, show me the five people you hang around the most. That's probably what your life is going to end up like. So get around some good people, you know? Exactly. You got to surround yourself with like-minded people and people who are taking this as just as serious as you are. Yeah, absolutely. So when you first started investing in yourself, was it a scary thing for you? And if so, how did you overcome that fear? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'm a, I'm an introvert. I'm actually really shy. So, um, I hate the idea of going out to network. I my background is actually when I first started working at LoopNet, I worked as an inside sales representative. Representative. So all I did was just pick up phone, collect credit cards over the phone, and sell sell over the phone. Yeah. Um. When I transitioned to become a realtor and to become a syndicator, that's when I had to really get out of my comfort zone, right, and get out of my bubble. And and basically, uh, I think, uh, what really prompt me to go out to network for the very first time in um, Texas with the real estate guy radio show guys um, is that I think it's confident. It's, it's just like a, a massive amount of, you know, studying education and listening to podcasts. And that kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I've known pretty much everything there is that I need to know what's next. Like I can't, I can't delay this anymore any more longer. I can't continue to push the networking component out of this. And same thing with podcasts too. Um, just being on a podcast makes me cringe, but you know, I'm I'm on here because I know what it what I need to do to be able to take my business to the next level by putting yeah. myself out there. I gotcha. Kudos to you, man. I was about to say you're doing a great job. Doing Thanks. A great job. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh what is one way you like to take care of yourself? Um, exercise every day, mm-hmm. um, try to be more disciplined and just, um, <clears throat> go to the gym, go for, go off for a run, go hiking or on weekends. If I did an exercise for the weekdays. So yeah, try to stay healthy. Your health is your wealth. Yeah, for sure. And what's one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to work with Ken McElroy. One step, well, I think it's just um, basically build my track record, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 basically be become one of the top players that can add value to Kim McRoy, and that's how I will be able to get, or maybe just you know have built great connections who yeah. has with you know mutual connection with Kim McRoy, and through mutual connection and. I might be able to get in the door. There we go. There we go. All righty. We're going to jump into our final series of questions now. You ready for it? Sure. Go for it. So these can get a little bit personal. If you ever want to uh, pass and not answer, just say, I want to pass. And I'll be like, okay, cool. <laughs> and okay. then we'll move on. Okay. What okay. is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life, if any? Limiting belief. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's a good question let me see here what's a limiting belief if any maybe you don't have any <laughs> i mean i can't it's if i if i say i don't have any that wouldn't it wouldn't sound like me at all um i definitely do have them i just i just can't think of one right now um, I guess like, yeah, I, I don't have a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Okay. We'll pass on that one. We'll pass on that one. Um, what is your favorite belief that you hold strongly about yourself? So switching from limiting beliefs to abundant beliefs, do you have like a favorite belief about yourself? Like that I can do anything or I'm going to crush it in real estate syndication or 
I'm a good person because I care about my family and friends, something like that, that you like just really resonates with you and you hold in your heart. So I think just being a giver, um, mm -hmm. I think that that's how that's helped me very far, get me very far in my life just by um when when i i found out i find out if i give whether it's fine financially or whether it's just volunteering um it always comes back to me tenfold in different ways um and i think that's that's a belief that i hold strongly about and um that i plan on you know teaching everybody about because through real estate syndication it's a win-win business so yeah. I hope to establish that as well. There we go. Well, Jim, I love it. That's all we got for you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. Thanks for having me, Timmy. Of course. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Jim had to say, you want to figure out a little bit more about real estate syndication, go ahead and check him out at formosainvesting.com. That link will be down in the website. And we may also link some of his social media that is to be determined. So thank you guys for listening. Jim, thanks for coming on the show. Do you have anything you want to say? Oh, yeah. Just check out my website, formosainvesting.com. Uh, on there, there's a, a short little ebook, uh, 20 pages long. It's basically, it talks about my personal journey, um, the, all the mistake I made as a real estate investor and how that you know created an, an opportunity for me to become a syndicator. Um, yeah. And, and then all the LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, just foremost on investing. You can find me there. Love it. I love it. All right. Well, guys, we'll see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.